Today's show kicks off with me screwing up a countdown. How could you screw up a countdown? Well, I will show you. It is possible. Uh, We talk about things that teachers used to be able to get away with in the 80s and 90s that would never fly today. And Jeff wants to put a sign in our house, and it's a terrible idea, but I'll let him explain. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. 30. That's not how countdowns work, just for future reference. Oh. It's more of just a panic scream. <laughs> I was, I was so panicked. I pan, I panic under pressure. This is why you never want to be with me in a stressful situation because I am not the person that will like, you know, like be infused with adrenaline and like go beat down the door or whatever and get out. I'll just be like, ah, okay, go. I don't know. Ah. Right before um, we're having a little we're having a little computer hiccup, so I say to Callie. Uh, Hey, tell me when that computer gets to 30 seconds. I said, give me a countdown. She's like, okay. So I'm looking right in her eyes because the computer's behind me. And she goes, out of nowhere, 30. And I'm like, imagine if that's how the space shuttle worked. Don't you? You you work in a TV studio. Don't you hear 100 (laughs) countdowns a day? Yes, I every time. Every time they turn a new camera on, does it? Isn't there somebody going three, two, one? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know, Jeff Dollar. I don't know. You're asking a lot of me right now. I've been up since 3:45 this morning, and you know, it's just. um, I think you should try that at work tomorrow. Like, I think you should propose (laughs) the idea. Start yelling out, "Go!" You just don't. You just don't. You propose to wh- whoever the person is who does countdowns. You're like, just scream the person's name out as soon as the camera goes on them. Bob. What? Any, anywho, <laughs> let's start the show. Okay. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, August 31st. My name is Jeff Dollar. And <laughs> you're laughing at I just can't believe I did that. 30. 30. <laughs> Oh, you know what's funny about that? I was so worried about not saying it exactly on 30 that I was just like, okay, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it. 30, okay. So embarrassing. Behind the scenes. I'm not thriving right now. I'm not thriving right now. And this is after, by the way, we started the show. And I get a message from our, and this is like the worst email that you can get or that I can get because it makes me feel so Guilty. It's like immediate guilt. I got an email from our bookkeeper saying, hey, are you getting on the call? I can stay on for five more minutes. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The awkward. Totally forgot. And this is a reschedule of a call that she tried to schedule with me before. So now I double look like a jerk that doesn't respect your time, which I 100% do. I just don't usually schedule calls. Right. On this day at this time, like usually it's our recording time. So I'm like, what was I thinking in the first place? Like scheduling a call right now. Like I have no business doing that. The whole, my whole life thrives on routine. And when I get off my routine, I forget things. I let people down. I, whatever, like this is why ADHD people have to have things the same way all the time. 
Speaking of routine, you know we're doing the grateful part of the show right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Did you say what you're grateful for? I did not. Okay. If this is your first episode. We already did that. I know, but I was just going to give us like a clean slate. I'll just keep going. Okay. I think we just keep moving forward. I think that's our strategy for this show. Uh, My name is obviously first of that. uh, Jeff, grateful for Zoom meetings. And after you say what you're grateful for, I want to come back to Zoom meetings. Because I have a theory based on what you just said. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for gift cards. I saw something on um, TV a couple of weeks ago about how most Americans have, like, gift cards laying around. And I was like, you know what? I bet we have gift cards laying around. So I, like, went, you know, rummaging through our, like, important documents area. And uh, I found a bunch of Pottery Barn gift cards that we didn't use from our wedding uh, that people gave to us. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to order a family billboard. And I did just that. And it's very fancy and I love it. We have a tendency, both Callie and I, to like sit. We do the same thing with with nice wine. Like, oh my gosh. we're going to save it for like a gift card. The only gift cards that we use right away are gift cards from my parents because they always write in the card specifically what it's for. So, like, on your birthday, Right. Mm-hmm. They, they might send you a hundred dollars and say, go out to dinner this weekend with Jeffrey. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I like, I'm like, yeah, that's what we got to do with it. Or like uh, target gift cards or Starbucks, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they send, there's always a specific. And when there's instructions with it, I feel compelled to honor the gift giver. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I'm like, ooh, let's save this for a special occasion. You know what I think we should do? I think we should have one dinner a week that is a gift card dinner. Like we go through, because we have like a pile of stuff just from like random things, gifts people have I given th- us, promotions from the radio. Like we have like some random, like we have a random Panera gift card in there. Like why don't we have soup from Panera one night for dinner and get that, rid of I these gift cards? Most of them are expired. No, they don't expire. I've been through yeah, it. I have they, thrown the, away the ones that have already expired. Don't they charge you like a dollar a month after the first? I think that's like nineteen ninety nine. Hmm. I don't think they do that anymore. Do you think it is more awkward to be stood up on a Zoom call or to be stood up for an in-person date or meeting? In-person date, for sure. Not for me. Not for me. If I, I don't think there is much, I don't think there is really anything more awkward than just, just staring into a camera by yourself, just waiting Looking for- at yourself? Waiting for somebody to pop up and then like waiting the extra 45 seconds it takes for them to do their audio settings and you know, whatever. And then, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hold on, let me get my, hold on. I forgot to plug in my headphone. Oh, my Bluetooth's not true. Wait a minute, hold on. Like that whole debacle at the beginning of a Zoom call is weird to me. If I've had to wait for you for like five minutes and just stare, it's so weird. If I, if, 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 if you're standing me up for a date like if we if we have a coffee meeting or something, right? Or a meeting, I guess is a better way to say it. And I'm sitting there, like, then I can, I don't know. It feels different. I can scroll through my phone. I can drink a coffee. I'll get up and get like a croissant. Mm-hmm. Zoom, ain't no croissants. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Staring at yourself, being lonely. Because yeah. the only thing Wishing. you see until the other person comes up is like your lonely face. I will say but the you thing also, I- But you have to also like, you either have to shut your camera off and mute 
which I'm always worried that that like it's like rude. No, I'm worried that it's showing that my camera's off, but it's really not. So they want to like you're like picking your nose, pick or a something. booger or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or that the mute's not off. So I'm really paranoid about the mute. Mm-hmm. I also am. You know what I don't like is at the beginning of conference calls when the you know the like beep when someone enters the call. So we do that sometimes like at work, but there's like when there's 200 people on the call, it's like, and then there's always like five people that are 15 minutes late. So like, usually it's like a big boss if there's that many people on a call. And then like a big boss is talking about, you know, I don't know, whatever big bosses talk about. And then all of a sudden it's like, we, what if, what a big boss would be smart to do would be use that beep as almost like a tone if they're delivering bad news. You've got to be able to turn that thing off. We have got some very bad news. We are not going to make our budget projections projections for fourth quarter, so we're going to have to lay off people. How many people did he say? Did he say one or a hundred? I couldn't hear him. <laughs> These layoffs will begin, and the first departments to be affected will be, and I would just hit the You know what would be great about that is you could be like, Oh, I got fired over the phone. Cool. I am. I didn't hear it. So I'm just going to show up to work every day. Oh my God. Oh like my the, God. Like the guy at the, in the office that was like fired like six years ago, but like no one noticed and no one told him that his position was laid off. If you are being fired over Zoom, I almost want to call Davi. Who, I was about to say, Davi got fired over Zoom. Davi got fired over over Zoom. And if you are, I'm giving you, I'm going to give you this right now. I'm put put this put this in, in in your pocket and take it out when you need it. If you're being fired over Zoom, and the person fires you, pretend to be frozen. That's like, the best. So you're just like sitting there and they're like, hello. Hey, Davi, I'm, uh, you know, I'm sorry to tell you this. We're going to go in a different direction. We're going to um, have to let you go. Hello? Are we frozen? Hello? And then you just click the leave button. Yeah, like slowly move your hand <laughs> over and click the leave and then have them reconnect it. And every, make them fire you like five times. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Because by the fifth time, they're going to be like, okay, can you hear me? Now you're fired. Because they're going to be so afraid that it's going to lock up. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. I have a list of things that teachers in the 80s and 90s used to get away with that we would never see now or this would 100% get you in trouble today. The 80s, that was my, those are my big school years. Can you remember anything from the 80s of like things that teachers used to do that now you would be like, oh my God. Um, the one that I, I feel like she's come up on the show a couple times recently, but Mrs. or Miss Pasek, mm-hmm. who had the really long fingernails that she yeah. was always like super, she was so proud of them. They were, and she always had them painted really, really, really pretty and stuff. Um, if you got in trouble in her class, she would come up behind you and pinch you <laughs> with her fingernails and out to hurt you or to like get your attention to her, both. Like she's not breaking skin, but she's physically harming you in order to get you to stop talking or whatever. And like you would, it worked because if you're talking in class and you see her start to make her way 
over to you, mm-hmm. like you stop talking because you don't want those things were like you don't want to get pinched. Yeah, like that's Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. There was a teacher at our school that her trademark, and she was like a great teacher and like everyone wanted to be in her class, but on your birthday, she would wear red lipstick and give you a giant kiss on your cheek. And uh, I feel like that would probably not fly now. How old How old were the kids? Uh, elementary school. Eh, I mean, maybe not now because of, you know, the whole COVID germ thing, but like, I don't know, that's kind of cute. Oh, it was totally cute then, no, but I but just it, feel like, like now people would be like, yeah, you know, I Every, don't know. everybody's mad about something now. So, um, these are really great though. Yeah. Uh, my middle school teacher confiscated my lunch after catching me, try to eat some of it during class. And then he ate it in front of everyone and sent me to lunch. with nothing. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. The, you know what? These are all, I, I bet this list are all, I bet these are all like really great ideas. The reason that most of them couldn't happen right now is because there would be like outrage and lawsuits. Oh my gosh, completely. Like, guess what? If your kid doesn't have lunch one day, you know what? He's going to just need seconds. Shouldn't have been eating during class. Right. But he's just going to need, or she's just going to need seconds of dinner. Like nobody is going to have to be hospitalized for malnutrition. My sixth grade teacher, Miss Sullivan, would take three kids every Friday to McDonald's for lunch and she smoked during the drive. (laughs) Taking okay. the kids off campus, picking to, favorites, smoking in the car. I don't think it's picking favorites. I think that's a really great, I mean, smoking in the car, no. <laughs> but like, how? what a great bonding thing. Like, I don't know how she, like, it's probably not, I mean, she can't take the same three kids every time. That's weird, right? right? Yeah. But if you know that one day during the school year, you get to have a lunch date with your teacher, you get to see your teacher out of class. Yeah. It w- Remember when you were like in fourth grade and you would see your teacher at McDonald's? Like in and the it was wild? Greatest thing on the planet. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Miss Sullivan eats mer- hamburgers too. I know, right? Uh, birthday wax from the teacher. Oh, I thought you meant like wax, like eyebrows. You meant no, like no, no, wax like, with a roar. Yeah, they used to do, I'm, I'm having a memory that they used to do that. It's like one, two, and it was yep. like a joke, but like. And they'd slap your bottom. Yeah. I actually believe that I had a teacher. I know that I had a teacher. I think Mr. Niles had a birthday paddle. And you would, at the beginning, like you would go up to the front of the class. So weird. And you would lean at his desk and then, and it was, he was a math teacher, if I remember correctly. And then however old you were or whatever, like there would be a math problem. That's very bizarre. Can you imagine right now, like as well, an adult- smacking somebody on the bottom with or without a paddle is weird now. It's so, it's so weird. Like I know that my grandfather, like they definitely had a paddle that they would be with at school. Like my, that was like our grandparent generation, but I'm pretty sure my mom had, like teachers were able to like smack you, I think. You still can. It's a news story. Teachers are allowed to smack you? Yeah. It's the, like, it's. Oh, I did see that. What state that was that in? That was like there's, there's your like the, corporal punishment or whatever. Uh-huh. There's like a third of states still have it. You have to opt in. Georgia's one of them. No. Yeah, but you have to opt. Like, I wouldn't let a teacher hit our child. No, but if you, if, if you are a, a spanking family, like if that's your method of discipline, then you can tell the school. The problem with oh that. Oh my God, I am totally not okay with that. The, the. 
I mean, I don't, I, I the, yeah, like I, okay with it or not, to me, the problem with it, the biggest problem is, okay, so Ellie is, you know, we, we don't sign the spanking, or we, let's say we do sign. We're like, yeah, if she's bad spanker. And then her best friend is Julie, and Julie's parents didn't sign it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're cheating off each other on a test. Yeah. So what happens? Julie gets nothing and what? Ellie, gets <laughs> Ellie gets beat. Like that's traumatizing. I imagine it was traumatizing for the teacher too. Like what teacher on top of everything else they have to deal with wants to like, I mean, you might fantasize about beating the crap out of your kids, but actually like yeah. doing it like that sounds horrible. Yeah. Most of the teachers I know are like, right. So harmless. Like so yeah. sweet. Now I can think of a few that would, that would be like, Actually, maybe it was Mr. LaRose who had the paddle. Huh. I really? feel like I've heard about Mr. LaRose, like the whole. Favorite teacher. Did you ever, did you ever hear six, you? Six, no, sixth grade science teacher and my drama teacher. Is he still alive? And my tennis coach. I think you played is. tennis? For one year, I hated it. Is that why you want to play tennis with me now? I just wasn't good at it. But he was my favorite. He was my, I only played tennis because of him. Because I was in. Is he still alive? Uh-huh. Have you ever told him, like, hey. Yeah. You were my, fav- my favorite teacher, and yep. you did? Yes. What do you say? Uh, I don't know. Thanks. Sorry I hit you with a paddle when you when you turned 12. <laughs> Sorry I hit you 12 <laughs> times in front of the whole class. I don't know. And one to grow on. Yeah. Yes! Yeah, see? Yep. Hmm. I think if you're a teacher, you should try that. To just tell all your kids to go home and say, uh, Mrs. So-and-so paddle somebody in front of the class today and just see how that flies. See which, and then take pets with your fellow teachers, which parent is going to call in first and complain. I also love this one that, yeah. uh, one time when someone was at an elementary school in the eighties, they had their mouth washed out with soap by a teacher, in literal school. soap in school. Yeah. 1987, my friend, what a year. We had a teacher lock a student in the bathroom because they didn't wash their hands. I mean. With a bungee cord. <laughs> that like, doesn't sound unreasonable to me. Have we not learned anything in the pandemic? If you don't wash your hands, you deserve to be locked in a bathroom. That's all I gotta say about that. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're gonna love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. <laughs> Yesterday, I accidentally drank some invisible ink. Now I'm sitting in the emergency room waiting to be seen. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Since I started my like journey to figure out what was going on with my health a couple of months ago, I have heard from so many of you telling me that you also just feel off. You feel more tired than normal. You just feel weird and you don't know what's going on and you want to take a next step. Well, I have a great next step for you and that is Everlywell. Their at-home lab tests, vitamins, and supplements can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you can become a healthier you. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense 
to get the answers that you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everlywell also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. So I started with the women's health test. Here's what they do. They ship you the products right to your door. You have everything you need in one package. You take your at-home lab test by collecting your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone and device in just days. And you can share your results with your primary care doctor to help guide your next steps for you. For Upside listeners, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com upside. That's everlywell.com upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com It's such a great feeling when your teeth are just from the dentist clean. I mean, nothing beats that, which is why I am so excited to have a Bruch toothbrush on my bathroom counter because that toothbrush gives me, like no other electric toothbrush I've ever used, that toothbrush gives me that fresh, clean, just from the dentist feeling. Um, we've told you all the great things about the Bruce toothbrush. We've told you how they have a plan that's going to deliver brush heads to your house automatically so you don't ever have to be stuck with one that's worn down. We've told you about their like weeks-long battery life. We've told you how cool they look sitting on your bathroom counter. I don't know what else there is to tell you except try it. You try it for 20% off. It's a Bruch brush kit and plan for 20% off at bruch.com slash upside. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside. 20% off bruch.com slash upside. And there is a 90-day return policy. So if you don't love it like I love it, then send it back and get your money back. But I have a feeling that Bruch is going to become your new favorite toothbrush and all the other ones. Bye-bye. We appreciate our Upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. My friend, boss, coworker, whatever, uh, Robin Mead is on the cover of a local magazine that we have in Atlanta. It's called Simply Buckhead. And it is the mental health issue of their magazine. And I am so proud of her because I feel like she's super open and super honest with her struggles with mental health. Like she used to have panic attacks before she went on air. And this woman is so smart and so beautiful. Like I look at her and think, how could you possibly be isn't anxious. Like, what do you have? Like, you're amazing. What do you have to be anxious about? You know, isn't her book largely about mental health or isn't there a part of her book devoted to like her panic attacks and stuff? Yeah. It's about things that she's learned. She kind of like wrote it in conjunction with her therapist that she's had for decades. I think that she's been working with. And the thing that one, I feel like that book has been out over 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Which would, Almost uh, as a public figure, wouldn't that kind of put her on the forefront of talking about dealing with anxiety as a professional and as it it relates to work? And I think she was 100 percent one of the first people that I know, especially in news, because I feel like we look at people on TV like hosts or whatever and think, oh, 
you have to be perfect. And you, you know what I mean? We expect perfection of human beings and it's just not realistic. Um, so I can't imagine doing what she does for a living. Cause I just, yeah, but people, I think 10 years ago, weren't super talking about it. So she was brave then, but I think it's cool to like be a cover girl, but to be representing mental health yeah. and what's so inspiring to me about her is that we have open conversations about mental health in some way every single day. And we kind of like share what we learned in therapy and truly mental health is like a lifelong journey and commitment and evolution. Do you ever um, go into the office and say, Hey, I was in therapy the other day. Or I was in therapy yesterday and I, I learned something. I think you could use this and you start trading therapy tips. Like they're like they're baseball cards. No, we literally do. I used to work with somebody and I would do that. It, like, Hey, you know what I learned? And it's so cool. Like I, some of my like best memories at work are, I remember a day where we were, I mean, we worked so early in the morning, but it was after work and we sat in our office, like a group of three of us that all do therapy regularly and just talked about things that we've learned and it, you know, how we've grown and kind of challenged each other. And it is one of the best days I've ever had. Like, it was so cool to just be around people where you openly talk about what you're going through and also call yourself out when right. you know, like we'll both like she'll catch herself and be like, okay, right now I'm doing this. I know I'm doing this. I know I'm doing this. <laughs> and it's just, it's just cool. It's cool does to she, be around that. Does so, she ever, um, does she still have panic attacks or has she managed that? No. Because how do you manage that before a TV camera turns on? That, when you're the only person. The only person. Like, like I have, when I did radio, live radio, there was always a room full of people. And there were a couple times that one of us had to step away. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and we called it taking a lap. Like we would just have to like. Be like, like I need a second. We got to sit this out either. I don't know. Sometimes it just whatever. Like either we got to. You know, rough message or I don't know. Just sometimes it just happened. What do you do if you're the only person and there's like somebody with a TV camera going, all right, we're back from commercials in 30 seconds and you start to freak out? It's funny because I think in her book, and it's been a while since I read the book. Um, I read it when it came out. But I think if I'm remembering correctly, she said that she would do her newscast, but like be totally blacked out. Like she couldn't remember what she just said or if she did well or whatever, because she would be so like obsessed with not having, you know, like, like a, a like meltdown. That almost she, do it like a third, what to call it, out of body. Yeah. And she would just be like, oh my God, I don't remember <laughs> the past like five minutes because that's how anxious um, I get. So if so. somebody walked up to her afterwards and said, hey, who won the whatever Braves game last night? Couldn't like, I don't know. Like you just <laughs> said it. She's like, yep. Um, what's the name of the magazine? The name of the magazine is Simply Buckhead and it's simplybuckhead.com if you want to read the digital article. Um, or if you're in the Atlanta area, it is a free publication um, that you can get like Whole Foods, Publix, that kind of thing. And what's the name of her book? Morning Sunshine. Uh, I want to put a sign up in our house. I would like your permission. I think we should have a sign. You know how if you go to um, like a factory, well, it's not like we go to factories a lot, but you know if you go to a work place. Are you about to say this many days without accidents? This many days without a donk. 
Like, I think, because Ellie's of the age where. Something I didn't, this is something I didn't know about toddlers. And now we have one. They fall down a lot. Like you think, oh, they know how to walk now. That's just the start of what they will hit their head face. And it doesn't really, it's, I was worried for a while that her school was going to be like, what are you guys doing to your child? But I think it's totally normal. Like she has some days (laughs) where she just looks like she was in an MMA fight. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) just a fat lip, a scrape on her face, a bloody knee. And yes, we have child proofed our home. So this is just, you think that something else can't happen. And then all of a sudden she's found a way to like bang her face on the corner of a stair. And you're like, that doesn't even happen. How do you even fall in that direction? Right. But I think we should just have like a little sign and it says, it's been this many days without an accident. It should say this many days without a donk. And because remember, we talked about it like a week or two ago, we're supposed to stop saying be careful, Mm -hmm. you know, to be, to do the gentle parenting. We don't have to say be careful. So the reverse or the way to eliminate that is the need for that is to give her something to strive for, a goal, days without an injury. You know, I am not sure, because this is my first round of being a parent, but I'm pretty sure that she's going to have zero idea what that's for. We'll make it a thing. Like every night after dinner, we'll change the number from one to two, two to three. And then when something happens, and she falls and she hurts herself, not right away, like we'll put ice on it, we'll stop the bleeding, but then we'll bring over to the side and go, we're going back to zero in this house, and you know why? It's because of you. So let's do better tomorrow, okay? It's tough parenting. It's tough but gentle. <laughs> gentle, tough parent, tough, gentle parenting. Exactly. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is there are top brands that a lot of people don't know how to say correctly. According to language experts, they have a list right here, and I'm going to tell you how to say them correctly. If you're a brand, you just go with, like, what the majority of people say. say. That's, that's the way you got to do it. Like or if, you just get, or you just decide to give up and you do something like Paxson. And you're like, no one says our full name anyway, so right. we'll just go with whatever the abbreviation is. Um, so the one I'm going to do. By the, the way, one. just... Um, the abbreviation is good, but do you know, up until about two years ago, I thought there was a store that I was just missing out on called Wally World, but that's what a lot of people call Walmart. Hmm. People would say things like- Bless your heart. Like, oh, we ran to Wally World and you know, blah, blah, blah. In our defense, we don't have a Walmart within stone's throw distance, so we're not down with the Walmart lingo just because there's not one. Like, what's next to our house is a Target, so that's just by default- Right. Where we, we go. So we I feel, two, if we live two miles that way, we'd go to Wally World. Right. We would go to Wally World, but, you instead know, instead of Target, instead of Target or, you know, you know, it would be like if somebody's like, oh, got to head on over to the bullseye. You'd be like, oh, yeah, and then you I would, would know because you go there all the time. I wouldn't. I would be looking for it. I would be like, oh, there's a cool store supposedly called the Bullseye. And if you go in there just for one thing, if you go in there for dish soap, you end up with leaving with all sorts of stuff, plants and framed images and backpacks and colored pencils and Easter egg dye kits. And oh, it's crazy. People get, it's ridiculous. It's the big joke is when you go into the Bullseye, just buy one thing, you spend 200 bucks every time. It's weird. Where do you think it is? I would ask that question in the parking lot of Target. When there's a Bullseye mm-hmm. over. Lean, Leaning against it. Yeah. Um, the one I'm going to start with the one that I can't ever pronounce and it's spelled L apostrophe O C C I T A N E. 
Isn't that the It's like the fancy lotion brand, the French lotion brand. I would, in, I th- if we were at the mall and I was going to meet you in front of that store, I would say meet me in front of L'Octane. That's what I would say. It's L'Occitane. Oh, God. L'Occitane. Okay. Um, and, it's, and it's Target. The drugstore drug skincare brand that you use, Jeff, you were like, I don't know how you say it. Second most search name on the internet. It is pronounced CeraVe. That's what I said, isn't it? CeraVe? I think you did. Yeah. But apparently no, people no, are Googling that because they don't know how to spell that. Um, another one, La Roche Posay. P-O-S-A-Y is how it's spelled. Have you ever seen that? No idea. La Roche Posay. What do they sell? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds too fancy. <laughs> Sounds too fancy to be at Wally World, so I don't care. Okay. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Oh, and what's the um, champagne one that you learned? What? Vuv. Oh, um, V-E-U-V. I still don't know how to say that. Clico or whatever. Yeah. You pronounce it Vuv like love. And I heard that from someone who actually works for the company. So I'll always remember that. Um, And the last one I have, in case you didn't know, Versace. How would you say it? That's exactly how I would say it. But oh. apparently it's like, it's the number third thing that people Google, uh, the number three, pfft, number third um, thing third. that people Google is how to spell, how to say Versace. Uh, a study from Scotland. And you know, I can do a really good Scottish accent, but I won't. I don't know who told you that. Um, say that children who learn a musical intru- instrument um, in their teens actually have sharper minds in old age. So this is a 50 year long study and there is a statistically significant link between musical instruments in middle and high school students and octogenarians. So it's gotta be more than 50 years old. It's gotta be 70 years old. Um, they didn't suggest that one instrument was better than the other because it was Scotland. They studied piano, guitars, violins, accordions, and even bagpipes. Uh, but you have stronger cognitive skills as an old person if you learn to play an instrument as a young person. Piano, by the way, most common instrument for kids to learn. Hmm. I, I used to take piano lessons. Did you know that? I did, and I used to play saxophone. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> no. For like one year. I did everything in high school one year. Was that favorite teacher the reason you did it? Nah, everybody was signing up for band. So you were like, I want to be cool too. I have zero musical talent, whatever. But <laughs> I don't know why. I t- oh, I wanted to do drums. And they're like, yeah, well, Scott. You know what you could do? The school, our school only had one drum kit. Oh, got so, it. So they were like, Scott signed up first. He, was, he came to yesterday's. Scott. Scott Morehouse. I mean, you could be Dave Grohl. Yeah, I could be. Nope. I'm just a bad Kenny G. (laughs) And your third random thing is cats do not have the same number of toes on their back paws as they do on their front paws. Cats have five toes on the front, but their back paws only have four toes. Scientists don't really know why, but they think it helps them run faster. So, you know, cats are superior apparently in that way. Give me four, meow. What'd you say? Give me four, meow. That's what one cat would say to another cat. Yeah, except for they have five on their front legs. 
So then they would be high-fiving, well, high-fouring their Their cats. It was kind of just a joke. Not a good one, is my point. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. When I order the sign that says X number of days since a donk, I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna do a second sign. For this is, I saw this. Somebody, this is a shared thing on Instagram. Somebody actually has this on their front door, and it's not a bad idea. This the sign says this household charges twenty dollars per minute to talk to you at the door. Sales pitches, religious message, any other speech you are offering today. We will gladly listen, $20 per minute, payable in advance. Genius. So somebody comes and rings your doorbell and they're like, hi, do you, um, you know, do you have a minute to talk about whatever? Do you know what you think? People will really go door to door? Yeah, we just don't answer. Um, Like you could just say to them, "It's it, let, let's, let's start off with a hundred bucks that'll buy you five minutes. And I'll listen to whatever you're selling. For- I got I to gotta be honest with you. I would do that for everything except for probably Scientology because I have this like, well, this fear started after we lived really close to a church of Scientology. And they used to, when they first opened, they would like go to door to door and like whatever. Um, I'm convinced that it's so intriguing and brainwashy that by the end of the conversation, I would be like, yeah. Sign me up. I'll join that. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Amy from Pennsylvania. Um, I don't even know what episode I'm on. I'm way behind. Um, I was done with COVID. But um, Jeff was just talking about, you know, like singing your accolades and, you know, not putting ourselves down and, you know, celebrating those wins. And thank you. Uh, This is exactly what I needed today. So thank you. Hey, just wanted to throw out a possible advertiser. Third Oak shoes are great quality, made in Georgia, made of completely recyclable materials, and they have amazing customer service. They're also a really good price point, so I wear them all the time and just thought, huh, they might be a good advertiser for the upside. So I just wanted to throw that out. Have a good day. Bye. Jeff, I am dying about Ayurveda. I cannot wait to use that term. Um, I wear contacts, and so I, I get dry eyes on the regular, but um, at work, I work in healthcare, so we're still, you know, double masking, face shield, gowns. It's very hot, and it makes my dry eye even worse. And so sometimes my coworkers will be like, are you okay? Because it looks like I'm crying, but I'm not. I just have Ayurveda. Oh, I can't wait to drop it. Genius. Bye. Hi, it's Lisa from Grayson. I was just listening to the episode about the allergens, and you were saying that Stephanie, um, you don't think it's in a lot of things, but it's actually in a lot of uh, things that you don't think about, like hummus, which has tahini, and it, that's ground sesame seeds. Um, and then also candy corn is coated in sesame oil, um, and then lip smoppers chuckstick also has sesame oil in it, too. Um, it's hidden in a lot of things. Uh, we learned the hard way um, with my daughter who is allergic. So, yeah. Hey, Jeff, just had to stop the podcast when you're talking about this goggle invention for an eye test. 
1-800-CONTACTS already does that, but unfortunately, the state of Georgia does not allow us to use that feature. We're one of the few states that cannot use that feature. So if you go out of state, or maybe if you have an out-of-state doctor, I don't know, maybe that's a hack right there, out-of-state doctor, you can go into 1-800-CONTACTS and do an eye exam, um, and then they will just update your prescription. So... Um, I'm sorry your invention already exists, and I'm sorry, Georgia. Mm, kind of a downer sometimes. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. This is Beth. Um, I am just listening to Thursday's podcast when you are just talking about how kind and adorable Beths are, and thank you. Um, I was calling because when you were talking about um, CPR songs, I am a nurse in an ER and find myself doing compressions quite frequently, and I've always been a stay alive girl myself. Um, I've heard of other songs, but I'm not like up to date enough to know them. <laughs> um, but I just I stick with my staying alive, and I think I do just fine. <laughs> but anyway, just wanted to share. Hope y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey Jeff, this is Syracuse Shelley from Kennesaw. I just finished listening to the podcast today and um, heard your idea about Wayne's over cats cracked me up but I think you've got quite a lot of work on your hands if you try to make it a whole podcast it sounds to me like it'd be better as a bit or a sketch such as Ellie's comedy corner I think you could do something fun with it like crowdsource it you could call it names over noises you could do maybe one a month and you could start you could do Wayne's over cats and tell us next month it's going to be Gary's and have everybody Call in or um, send emails for the name that was chosen for the month. We won't know the noise, though. Don't tell us the noise because it will be a surprise. It could be um, actually a story from the news or it could be someone that they know with that name. Set a few parameters like um, if it's a news story, tell us where so it can be verified. And most importantly, no nastiness because we all have enough of that. Anyway, I love your enthusiasm and your great ideas, and they get me thinking every single time, and I especially enjoy Callie's reactions to your crazy ideas. All right. Have a great day. Thanks again for the the fun podcast. Love you guys. Bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. Be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.